माई ओन चिल्ड्रन है Yeah, so you spend two hours reading a day. Um, reading a day, yeah, absolutely. How, how how do you find the time? I sleep very late. I get up very early, <laughs> and books. When you're reading books, they they just hook you. They give you enough uh, food for your brain to drive you to spend those sleepless nights. And I I love reading. Mm-hmm. Hello, and welcome to the India Startup Show. My name is Neil Patel, and that is my special guest Dalbir Kormadan. Hello, Dalbir. Hi Neil, how are you? It's great to be on the Indian Startup Show today. Dalbir is the founder of One Up Library. It's a unique entrepreneurial venture that aims to revolutionize the idea of traditional libraries into inviting child-centered learning spaces designed for the 21st century child. Sounds amazing. So, in this episode, she talks about how it was a difficult concept to sell in the early days. You will learn how she builds a community. She talks about the business model She talks about getting kids off smartphones and tablets and getting them to read 150 books a year. And she talks about how reading Malcolm Gladwell helps her with her business strategy. She gives great book recommendations, so check out the show notes for more details. And finally some Harry Potter chat. So please enjoy the show. Thank you. Uh, please tell the listeners what you're building. Okay, we are into creating and raising our children as readers. Uh, we have a library and a curated book studio for children, and we believe in 21st century it is very important to raise children in spaces besides schools and home that nurture community aspects, learning, uh, so that children are raised uh, to be uh, lifelong readers. Excellent. And how did you get started? What was the light bulb moment? Um, we started in two zero eleven in Amritsar, mm-hmm. and it was something to do with raising my own children. And there was a eureka moment where I thought that yes, my next step is to open uh, to open a library and a book studio, and that's what everyone needs because somewhere it stemmed from raising my own read children. and uh, understanding that in a small city like amritsar where i was raising my kids how important it was to give a community sort of building to readers uh, since reading is a very solitary act and how are things going now then can you share some stats we shifted in 2017 to delhi and between our both uh, in nearly 8 to 9 years of working in from in amritsar to delhi we believe we are creating a space where we realize and our community also realizes uh, an important need uh, where children need to be in libraries and uh, at the same time how important it is uh, to have brick and mortar bookstores especially in the times when you are challenged with online bookstores and uh, online reading how important it is to connect our readers to a community sort of a space mm-hmm. talk talk about the early days then um you know it must have been a hard concept to sell yes it is still a hard concept to sell uh, to sell because uh, Uh, as you are aware in india we do not have a rich public library system so even most of the parents have the only library for them to understand today's libraries can be uh, reinvented uh, they are living organi- organisms that listen to their readers and reinvent themselves according to the need of the readers today where we are working right from babies uh from 7 months old with their parents to children aged between 12 to 14 years and what was the breakthrough moment you know the the moment that you thought this is going to work uh 
that is difficult to say because the, that moment uh, i i believe in my idea a lot i believe when i see the child are uh, turning to be a reader when children come back again and again and uh, they talk about their reading they celebrate their reading at that point you you realize how important it is to uh, create a to create and wait for every child's journey as a reader you've had lot of dormant readers uh, getting connected to books and saying i couldn't believe that i was not a reader and uh, those have been the turning points which make me believe uh, that uh, this is worth a cause and every child uh, should be raised in a library it is their right to be raised in a library mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what what sort of motivates you then what what keeps you going then my own love for books my <laughs> own love for the work that i do uh and uh, that inspires me every day the books inspire me the children inspire me my own mentors and literacy coaches i work with in us they inspire me to believe uh that it is worth a cause and uh, every day when you meet a child and you you hear him talking about his books it's worth all the hardships that we encounter you felt then you're ready to restart again yeah yeah it, it must be difficult obviously with you know the online side of things like facebook twitter email you know, children get distracted easily uh so that's why we do a lot of parents workshops we do a lot of talks with uh, with around libraries for parents and schools so that we can create a maximum imprint uh because the hardship is that a lot of parents haven't been to a library themselves uh so those are one of few of the hardships we face every time uh but again our effort is um the challenges need to be solved instead of just weighing you down how to cater to various to different readers and how your curation of books is very important because the moment you give a right book to the child and you hook him to that book and you create 10 right uh, create 10 right imprints with the book and the child you see a child turning into a reader uh we do lot of transdisciplinary learning in our library where we connect lot of other art music based act, uh, sessions with the books to so many other aspects in their life solving emotional relationship uh getting uh, new friendships solving problems that children look at reading it they start looking at reading in a different manner than just looking at a at from a very myopic view of a myopic view of schooling and uh, at a myopic view of reading and schooling mm mm-hmm. mm Let's talk about the books then. Um, you know, what what what's your favorite books? Uh in 2019 out of all the books that have come in at the moment one of the favorite in India we have had three great books in 2018. One Ahimsa by Supriya Kelkar. It has been a fantastic read uh based on pre-independence uh uh period then there is uh, the bridge home by padma venkatraman talking about slum children and how they create a new life for themselves based on the domestic challenges they face and the night diary by the night diary by veera hindani just comes back like because those have been three very powerful middle school reads uh in uh for young children 
they have been uh, picture books like uh, there is a giraffe in my soup that has just come out there is a, a wordless book another which helps children to look at different perspectives uh, so we have rich literature contemporary literature coming uh, every day that helps you to feel there is a story that is connecting uh, readers and the challenges they feel today there's a great book by richard jha um, this year that has come out by one of the indian authors and publishers richard jha that is my macha jhol uh, and that has been an excellent journey of a young child uh, reaching getting his dad's favorite favorite dish cooked and getting it back to his dad's house when his dad was ill so it gives you a great perspective of kolkata Mm-hmm. so books today we have excellent books coming out and uh, somewhere reading aloud to readers and connecting them to books has been uh, has been the most pleasurable part of this journey mm-hmm. is there any books that helped you with your business on the the sort of entrepreneurial side of things uh on the entrepreneurial side of books uh the one person that i have read to understand about uh business strategy is is uh, the malcolm gladwell's outliers mm-hmm. uh, because his theory about 10000 hours has really helped me to create an imprint that uh till we do not create that many hours of work with our own that many hours of imprint with our own work uh you really don't get a pleasure and understand per perspective so outliers uh, all books by malcolm gladwell have been a great uh, learning experience for myself as a entrepreneur as most kids like their smartphones and tablets and mobile phones doing this then reading how do you get them off their smartphones i did what i have understood is children still still require that uh, human touch when someone is reading aloud to them someone convinces them today we have a huge collection of graphic novels and graphic novels have really helped to hook uh, the kids who have been somewhere on the periphery of being a reader or a non reader and the graphic novels uh, have created uh, the taste and at the same time given that visual stimulus for a dormant reader to hold on open their thinking that reading is is a thing that they can explore for a long time that helps them to hook to the book also and you mentioned that parents how can parents raise readers see the most important thing that parents can do to raise readers is read aloud to their children besides reading aloud to their children every day what a parent needs to do is some devote some time to reading themselves because children need to see their parents reading also and uh, that is what thing out today that when you hardly see your parents or adults reading around you that creates a imprint in a child's mind that reading is not something for us encourage our parents we have a parents book club running in wana how do you make sure that the, you know the children is comprehending what they're reading okay so when we ensure about comprehending is that we encourage lot of uh, drawing for children that once they read a book we encourage them to draw we encourage them to talk about their favorite parts we talk encourage them to uh to talk what connections they could make with the book and at the same time uh, we encourage them sometimes to even uh, create 3d models with their books uh to to develop an understanding of how they have how they have connected to the text uh so com- we at wana believe that reading is breathing in and writing is breathing out 
we even encourage them to talk on on the on video about the books that they have liked and recommend them to their friends so seeing that they can either draw either uh, do a recording of themselves on the video about the favorite books and recommend it to their favorite to their friends um write about their own learning or talk to an uh, to an uh, adult about their book or create a 3d model with the given uh, given stimuli helps them to under, uh, helps them helps us to understand how the child is understanding their reading mm-hmm. uh, what what about audio audio books and it is as good as reading because it you one has to understand the reader and what sort of uh, what sort of uh, strategy works best for them so i believe podcast and audiobooks are great for children to listen and we do encourage our parents that while driving or going here as you know the traffic in delhi it is it's great to hear a audiobook put on a podcast we even tell them when you are hearing your songs take out a print out let the child sing with it Who, who's helped you on your way so building a strong team of uh, people who are who have been with me for last 8 to 9 years uh, brainstorming with them has helped me a lot uh, my own children have supported me a lot in my journey where they have not let me give up and uh, told me to carry on a uh, lot of my few of my mentors like uh, mrs usha pandit of mind springs uh, vidushi choudhury uh, mrs abha adams uh, and various other mentors who i have met in the field of education through one up have somewhere helped me to carry on my journey forward uh, so it's more people and who believed in the idea who believed in the concept that we have a one up helped us to carry on forward uh, is there like a business business model behind this then it is a business model our children our, our members have a uh, pay a yearly fees uh we work with their reading throughout the year we keep uh, their records of their reading and we ensure that uh, some of our readers end up reading around 150 books in a year uh so we document the reading journals uh so there is a reading model behind there is a business model behind it uh one that is taken care by the membership of the library one where we do consultancy of the schools and third where we curate school libraries and train librarians to create their school libraries into active spaces of learning so you just said kids get to read 150 books a year yeah some of our kids have read 150 books in a year the goal is like uh, nearly between 80 to 150 and we help children to uh, document their reading life so when the child sees at the end of the year stack of their books it's really exciting uh, that this is how much they have read and it creates an inspiration for the whole community it, it must be working if they're reading 150 books books a year i think i've read about 12 this year <laughs> Okay I I I am on my 50th book this year so we read a lot we read lot of children's literature and we document to children how people have to make an effort to document and create a reading life in spite of whatever they do in their lives so we have started a book club for our parents every month we are meeting for our book club and every time for us a book is a journey which helps us to become a better per, better me and it is all the time we are uh, this is what we how we reach out to our audience how do we become a better me mm-hmm. that is 
what reading does to all of us. So in the parents book club, who who chooses the book then? Uh, I I give them like like to all my readers. I give them a book talk. I give them a book talk of two or three books that I have read, and then the uh, book club members vote and choose uh, what everyone wants to read for the month ahead. Wow! So, so you've read fifty books this year? Till now, yes. Okay. Uh, how do you find time to read these books then? I spent uh, two hours of my day reading. Okay. And I make sure that before work, after work, I I dedicate a time, dedicate my time to read, and uh, that helps me uh, abreast with my work. That's how I find my inspiration. Uh, that what drives me. That how literature is such a powerful uh, tool to help us build a better, responsible community and uh, responsible citizens because we believe in the mantra. uh privilege needs to be raised with responsibility mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. that's what we work towards that how how if a privileged child is raised with the conscious empathy and compassion for rest of the community they would be better decision makers more responsible citizens compassionate to the needs of everyone around them what what are you reading right I'm now reading then i'm reading a short elif shafak's 10 minutes and 38 seconds yesterday and i've just started salman rushdie's ki shot but are you are you like a non fiction fan or a fiction fan or you know what what type of category but a book do you like both uh, uh sapiens made me a non fiction fan and i realized okay how important it is so 21st century 21 uh, lessons uh, yuval harari's is a book that i uh, that i've loved reading sapiens and homo deus for our book club this time we are doing a memoir educated by tara westover uh we did the moment of life the moment of lift by melinda gates as our first book talk book uh, we are even proposing to schools how teachers need to read and have a teachers book club so that we create community of teachers parents who are who become the role models for our for our we become the role models for children to read and be responsible and curating our own reading lives in spite of whatever work we do mm-hmm. yeah so you spend 2 hours reading a day um reading a day yeah, how, absolutely how, how how do you find the time i sleep very late i get up very early <laughs> and books when you're reading books they they just hook you they give you enough uh, food for your brain to drive you to spend those sleepless nights and i i love reading mm-hmm. I, it's it's a pleasure to get a peep into so many great minds uh when you're reading these books mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. what what are you most proud of then i'm most proud of my raising my children as readers that is that gives me pride because having uh, two children 24 and 21 both readers and every week when we talk the talk is okay what are we reading besides academic reading because all of us have to academically read being a reading specialist i read my academic books they both are pursuing one is pursuing her phd the other is in the final year of his undergraduate college in spite of all our academic uh, readings our every week question is what are we reading and that drives me and gives me pride that at this age they they understand that reading helps them emotionally it helps them to be better uh, adults and that's what you want to do in this world have uh, create responsible adults yeah yeah L- looking back then on your, on your journey um hmm. what what's been the most surprising thing surprising was finding people don't read <laughs> as much as i thought that i read 
So that was surprising that people really don't read. And uh, most of them have left reading the moment they left school or maybe college. Why do you, why do you think that is? They stop reading after they leave school? Uh, see, I, I feel most of them did not find a right book or right person to motivate them to continue. And this is what we have realized at One Up is how our parents, how our parent community is is getting back to reading. Like in at One Up, we encourage parents while they are waiting for children or uh, they are waiting, they have a book in their hand and they are reading. And suddenly when uh, that has helped parents to reconnect to their own reading life and uh, somewhere motivating everyone that how important it is to have your own reading life like you have uh, like you go to gym hmm. to keep your body fit similarly you need to read to keep your mind fit and agile so somewhere convincing them so this was surprising that people really stopped reading but then also today realizing that it is so easy to connect people to to reading and books again by giving them and connecting them to a right book because when we give a book talk to a parent um you see the excitement in the reader you see you give them enough connection for them to start reading which is worthwhile their time and uh, giving them choices with books and uh, opening them that we are going to hold you together we are a community together uh, people come back i'm stuck on 150 pages i don't know what to do and then just saying uh, read uh, stick to five pages a day and suddenly you'll come at 150 page and you will get a climax and that'll bring you back into the book so giving them strategies uh, to hold on to book is what uh, excites us all the time and that's why uh, it is worth uh, curating every person's reading life and uh, understanding how we can help them with their own reading. I'm, I'm trying to work out how many books you've read then. It must be 10,000 or something. Not 10,000 but I read. I make sure that I, I during my uh, more uh, challenging times I read, more happier times I read. So I've understood that reading gives me a hook and that really yeah. works for me. And yes, in our library, most of the children books that we have, we have a collection of nearly 21,000 books. I We've read, like we make sure within my team and myself, uh, whatever books we go, we read them before we send them to the library. Mm-hmm. And that helps us to hook our readers also because we know which book will work for which reader. And we just don't hand them up books because it's a new arrival. We hand them out responsibly, knowing uh, it has to be worth your time. Mm. And uh, it should be something which appeals to them. When we are doing a conference with the child and getting to know his book taste, we ask his taste for music. We ask his taste for sports. We ask his favorite food, his favorite song. And try to understand him before we hand out a book to him. Give him a lot of choices. uh, Understand his interest and make sure the imprint. So we have a a policy at one up where we say you read for pleasure and you read for purpose. So it's not pleasure. It's pleasure and purpose together. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that's what drives me in my work also, because the pleasure and purpose are so closely intertwined in my work that it doesn't sound like work at all to me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's good. Uh, I suppose I suppose Harry Potter is probably most popular book. Yes, Harry Potter is very popular book. But uh, one of the challenges. 
challenges we had is uh, because the parents want the children to read Harry Potter or they make them watch the movie. You ended up children not reading the complete book, and uh, or certain children having the pressure to read Harry Potter book uh, before they were even six or seven or eight, and how we had to talk to parent community. uh that uh, just reading eight books of harry seven books of harry potter 12 books of roald dahl or 24 books of percy jackson does not make a reader there needs to be so much of wider reading uh so that harry potter would be one most popular book mm-hmm. why do you think harry potter harry potter is so successful then what is it about that book well written book uh the author like i don't need to speak the whole world talks about harry potter the way the text is written that even the most dormant reader will find something to hook on to and that hook helps him to go from first to fourth part very easily and i think so for us now then the books since they have come in the picture book format with the illustrations has has helped us to even hook on the parents to do a read aloud of harry potter so i think so the text the character the plot line everything has worked created a magic for every reader in that book Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You mentioned reading out loud. Uh, you, you seem pretty big on reading out loud. Why, why is that? Uh, research supports that if we, if parents read aloud right from the beginning, every day fifteen minutes to a child, you create a subconscious vocabulary of one lakh forty seven thousand five hundred words. Now, if you take data, and since Indian parents are high on data, you understand a child by the time enters kindergarten just through the power of read aloud has a enriched vocabulary. Research also points out to thirty million word gap, uh, keeping in mind how. uh between families or being raised in families which do not read to their to their children every day creates a gap a talk gap between families so read aloud i feel because every time a parent sits down and reads aloud to a child uh, you're creating a bond you are giving a message to the child that reading and books are important in our home and just the pleasure sometimes a pleasure of a parent reading aloud to a child is so high that uh, that helps a child to get a imprint of how reading will matter in his later life so between 0 to 5 years uh we believe a parent should be doing multiple read alouds in a day and till the age till the parent can continue to 12 12 14 maybe it is reading out articles maybe it's reading out a poem we encourage parents and even teachers to do a daily read aloud uh for their children Mm-hmm. Well, last few questions then. Um yes. how, how big do you want to go with this at the moment? Because how, how many cities are you in at the moment then? Uh we are based in Delhi, mm-hmm. but I work with schools across Delhi, uh Bombay, Bangalore, Raipur. Uh so we work with lots of school all over India where we are trying to change the school libraries and the work that a libraries can do in schools. Uh it's it's our more uh, bigger aim is that how do we make sure uh, that children are reading are read to print, uh, more and more print of libraries being very important places in their life so it's not how big it is um, how much imprint we can create and uh, our everyday work in that resonance of how do we uh, how do we send a message out to the society and to the community we work with Mm-hmm. You seem very confident. Um, you know, has has this always been the case? Uh, 
see again my strength comes from being a reader mm-hmm. and it has always not been i've not been like uh, there are challenges again every day we face those challenges but at the same time i because of my reading and because of raising two children you come with the with with the thing there is going to be a problem and you have to always look for solutions so finding solutions is what i believe in instead of looking how hard the journey is journeys are going to be harder and it's solutions that you seek and not look at the problems ever cool good stuff and what advice would you give to like first time founders what should what should they be believe in on? yourself believe in yourself take advice listen to advice but at the same time uh understand that your core belief matters a lot uh because for me it is when i would explain people one up they wouldn't it it was difficult to explain them but when they would see us working they would suddenly see that that it is possible so listening to your own self going by your own intuition and believing in your journey is very important uh take advice from right people it is so very important to to hear voices to hear diverse voices but at the same time hearing the right voice is also very important uh so believe in yourself uh your belief and your intuition works the best mm-hmm. what what's the best advice someone's given you then uh don't give up on your beliefs ever in the end is is only that all parents all adults need to make sure that they that they read to their children and as they are curating their other lives they curate their readers life also uh because raising a reader is a sheer pleasure of raising uh a child who is who reads to learn in his life and ability to learn everything is a blessing that we can give to every individual okay one last question for people who want more information on you and one up library what must they do they must google oneuplibrary.com uh write an email to us and come and visit us in vasant vihar to see that how reading reading magic and books uh, can create a responsible learner and how everyone uh, how everyone is a reader and to believe that everyone is a reader so that's what they need to do dalbeer thank you for coming on the show today thank you for your time and thank you for connecting with awesome. us thanks to dalbeer for coming on the show today and thank you for listening and supporting the podcast And I shall be back next week. If you're building something exciting, please send me an email, hello at neilpatel.co or tweet at indianstartupsh or go to facebook.com forward slash indianstartupshow. Love to connect. Thank you and goodbye.